Get ready to find your recipe for success from America's top business owners here at Onward Nation with your host, Stephen Wessner. Good morning, Onward Nation. I'm Stephen Wessner, and we all know that building and scaling a business is hard work. But when you have the right strategy, the right recipe for success to follow, the action steps become more like ingredients and can be added systematically into your business, one ingredient at a time. And that's why I am absolutely thrilled to introduce you to our guest today, Stacy Tuchel. Stacy is a speaker, business coach, and the owner of the Academy of Performing Arts in Wisconsin. She's the author of the forthcoming book, Is Your Business Worth Saving?, where she reveals proven strategies for pulling entrepreneurs out of a rut and launching them toward business success. Welcome to Onward Nation, Stacy. Thank you so much, Stephen, and thank you again for having me. I really appreciate it and look forward to talking with you today. Well, I'm looking forward to it, too. I think this conversation is going to be awesome. And, and Stacy, I, I have only given Onward Nation a very, very brief glimpse into your background. So take a minute and tell us a little bit more about your business, your experience, and then we'll dive in. Okay, great. Well, almost 13 years ago, I started teaching dance in my parents' backyard for fun when I graduated high school. And like many other entrepreneurs out there, you know, my passion just snowballed into a business that I have now, not knowing that that was going to happen. And in the dance studio world, we have quite a large operation going on. Um, We have two locations, over 800 students, and about 40 employees that we work with. And then I've just recently started a new venture in the last year, teaching fellow women entrepreneurs how to have that successful business, but at the same time be an amazing wife and mom and be able to have both worlds. So I'm at a place now where... So many people have helped me, and now I want to be able to share and give back. And that's what encouraged me to write that book and to have the online course to share with as many people as possible. This is going to be so much fun. Okay, I I can't wait to to get started, so let's just jump right in. So this first section is called Focus and Preparation. Preparation because it is so true that greatness is available to all of us if we're willing to do the common things uncommonly well, which is a powerful lesson that I learned from one of my mentors, Don Yeager. So Stacy, is there a secret or time-saving technique that you can share with us that helps you focus and prepare to tackle your most vital priorities each day? Yeah. For, for me as a mom, as soon as I put my daughter down to bed, I'm getting ready for tomorrow. And I do everything I can the night before just so I'm prepared. You know, first I get my daughter's day ready and then I go to mine. And before I sit down to relax, I write down my three big goals for the next day. And as long as I get those three things done, you know, I've, I've had a successful day and I can feel good about that. And there are many days I only get those three things done, but It's all I need to do to keep moving forward. So I'm okay with that. Wow, very strategic. So you're preparing for the next day, the day before. That's awesome. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so let's let's take the, the habits a little bit deeper here. So is there a habit that you think strongly contributes to your success? 
I am really good at delegating, and the most important part about that is the follow-up and the accountability. Uh, A lot of people delegate, but then they never follow up and double-check that it's been done, and that is by far the most crucial part about delegating. So, and, And really, the delegating is the only reason I've been able to start another business without feeling overwhelmed and stressed. So my level of success is not limited because I have the teams and the systems in place to allow me to take on new projects. Okay, so give us some advice here. How how does an entrepreneur, how does a business owner delegate then follow up without feeling like they're micromanaging? Um, a great example for us is we do specific meetings, um, set meetings with people that we delegate to. So for instance, I have a community outreach coordinator and every Monday we meet together at 9 a.m. So because she knows when to follow up with me and reach out, she's not constantly calling me and texting me and emailing me. And that has helped us with the accountability. So we will check up and follow up with those weekly tasks that we've given her. Okay. So just to make sure that I'm on the same page with you here. So you're having this weekly checkpoint meeting with this point person. So are you having multiple checkpoint meetings with the various um, you know, people who are leading that section of your business? Yes. So whoever I delegate to, um, anybody that is a manager, there's people underneath them and they are specifically having meetings with the people that they delegate to. So I specifically only have three people in my business that I have these meetings with, but then as you go down that ladder, you know, you've got those other people that are branching out and meeting with maybe 10 other people. Got it. Okay. Thank you for that. Good yeah. stuff. Okay, perfect. So now let's transition into overcoming obstacles. And, and Stacey, everyone loves stories. It's part of our human DNA. So tell us about that challenging time or situation that could have devastated or maybe even ruined your business, but you persisted, you made the tough decisions, and now that once very painful memory serves as an invaluable learning experience. Tell us that story, Stacy. For me, my business grew really fast in the beginning, and most people think that's a good thing. However, if you're not ready for it and you don't have the staff to help, it is a huge challenge. And it was more about just trying to keep my head above water more than anything. And I had to hire quite a few staff at one time. And then you think that will solve the problem, but you you run into, do I have time to train everyone and get them on the same page? So the worst part was I hired all these people, but I didn't have that management team in place that I was just talking about. So now I was answering my phone and email 24-7 for all of these different staff members. So my biggest learning lesson from that was staying ahead of that curve and more than anything, just onboarding managers and leaders that can help you with that growth. Um, As much as I didn't have the time, I took the time to train them and that's how I survived and got through it. Powerful lesson. Okay. Fantastic. Great. And, and, And what I loved about that is that you just gave us the recipe for, you know, growing quick, sure, may seem like a blessing, but then you also uncovered why sometimes that's not. And so we need to take time to, to make sure that we train and that we're prepared. So it's difficult today to be successful without some level of personal mastery. So what would you consider to be the most critical skill that you think business owners need to master in order to thrive today? 
most critical skill, I would say, is the preparation behind your performance. Most people see the final project and they think like, wow, that looks so easy. She does it so well. But they don't realize that you've been preparing for that moment for, you know, days or weeks or months, whatever you've been doing. So your performance all comes down to that preparation leading up to that point. You know, every meeting, interview, event you're putting on, you need to focus on how and what you need to do to prepare to make it successful. Excellent point. It, and it is so easy to compare somebody's, like you said, their front of stage right. to, your, to your back of stage and think, well, why am I not here when she's there? And and you're not seeing all the behind the scenes stuff, the, the hours and hours and hours, the months, maybe years and preparing for what could be just a, a few minutes on stage, but okay. So Stacey, the, the, the lessons that, that we need to learn as business owners can sometimes seem like infinite and, and very overwhelming, but, but oftentimes a, a mentor can step in and help us see a situation from a, a completely different perspective or accelerate our results. So, so tell us about the most influential lesson that you ever learned from one of your mentors and how it helped you become the business owner you are today. Well, I've had some really incredible mentors and coaches and so many lessons that I've learned, but I think a really important lesson is things are never as hard as they look, especially these days. There are so many free tools and apps out there and the websites like Odesk or um, Elance where you can hire somebody for $15 to do something literally right now. Um, It's just unreal when you think about the opportunities that we have that we didn't used to have. Um, And that has really helped me because when I want to do something, you know, I can study or ask really successful people that have already done it and now just break down those, that big thing into something really small and just one step at a time. So, so things that don't scare me as, um, things don't scare me as easily as they used to. And it keeps me dreaming big. And and really that's, that's the key, isn't it? I mean, to keep us pushing forward and um, and, and, and looking for that next new horizon. Well, Stacy, that first piece, you know, your answers to this first section of questions was awesome. You gave us some really great takeaways, everything from how to prepare your next day, the actual day before, before you ever even get to that day, delegating, following up and giving us a rhythm for those checkpoint meetings and who you should be having those checkpoint meetings with growing when you're actually ready to do so and having a plan in place to actually be able to grow and having that training system in place. You just rattled off a couple of great resources. I've actually not used Odesk before. Is that just O and then D-E-S-K? Yep. Okay. Odesk. I've used Elance a number of different times. So those are a couple of great resources on Renation. We're going to include those on Stacy's show notes page. And I absolutely love the preparation behind your performance. That is awesome. So you just packed that first section full of really, really great takeaways. I'm so excited to get into this next piece because we're not done yet. This next section is what I call the breaking down the recipe for success. I will ask you four questions so you can help Onward Nation break down your recipe into those tactical ingredients that helped you along your path. So heads up Onward Nation, I suspect that the result outcomes here will be those things that you can take and apply in your business right away to make it more systematic, more predictable, and more repeatable. So, okay, Stacy, here we go. Breaking down the recipe for success, four powerful questions, four great opportunities for you to share your story and experience. So here's the first one. If there was a magic 
reset button as it relates to starting your business? What systems would you go back and put into place sooner rather than later and why? If I could reset, I would hire an assistant immediately, somebody directly under me. And, you know, in the beginning, you spend so much money not really knowing what you need and what to do with it. And I wish I would have spent some of that money right away on an assistant, someone who could do the $10 an hour jobs so I could step back and really focus on the marketing and growing my business. Um, Back then, I didn't do the most important vital tasks for the day. I I didn't have those big three because my list was so huge. You know, I did everything and it would have been, it would have moved my business along much faster if I had done that. Fantastic. That that reminds me of a story from um, another guest of ours on Onward Nation, and, and I saw a Facebook post from, from her just the other day, Stacey Alcorn. And this was fantastic. She said, I, I made an offer to my Uber driver. She uses Uber Black. And she said, I made an offer to my Uber driver to actually be my full-time driver. And he accepted. And she was really excited about that. And then she calculated the ROI on that expense or that investment. And it freed up 50 hours a month for her because of the commute time. Wow. And she's like, I no longer have to worry about it. I'm going to get everywhere I need to be on time. And I can now invest that time towards something productive as opposed to worrying about traffic. And so on Renation, we need to look for those instances where Stacy just suggested to us where we can take that $10 an hour task and give that to somebody else so that you can focus on the work that's going to give you the much higher ROI. We need to look for those opportunities. Okay, so let's let's take this a bit deeper here with what one strategy or recipe that a business owners and their teams could consistently apply every day would compound into big wins for them. Well, I kind of talked about this before, but setting up those consistent times where the managers and the owners meet with people under them so they just can properly delegate. And instead of your team reaching out to you, you've got that time together where you can train them and you're and you're training them to wait until that meeting instead of reaching out to you. Um, some staff need daily meetings, some need weekly, but it gets everybody on that same page and then we can just break and get back to work. And for me, Mondays are a big meeting day for me. And then Tuesdays are these just amazing productive days because nobody needs me within 24 hours because they've already had, you know, been given their tasks for the week and they can get to work. And those things in my business have just really pushed us further and makes everybody more productive, not just me. Great advice. Okay, so how how do you determine who needs more meetings, who needs fewer meetings? How how do you decide on that rhythm uh, by person? It sounds like you're you're detecting that somehow. Yeah, and I think it's it's going to be different for everybody, and you're going to find in your business as you go along, you'll learn. So, you know, maybe you'll, and and maybe they'll start to decrease. Um, My general manager that's right underneath me, you know, at first we had to have daily meetings. We we couldn't go more than 24 hours without big questions because she needed a timely response to get back to either our clients or other employees. So you'll start to see that. And then all of a sudden, those daily meetings felt like we didn't have enough to share with each other. And now we're down to meeting twice a week. So you're going to just learn as you go and you'll figure it out by the amount of questions and things needed to be brought to your attention. Outstanding. Okay. So fast forward one year 
And, and now you're looking back on the hiring decisions you are considering making now. And imagine the people you hired today exceeded your highest expectations. What recipe or strategy did they consistently apply that delivered the most value to your business? I would say they would be self-starters. One thing in my book I talk about is I pay people not to ask me questions, but to raise questions. I try to hire people smarter than me in specific areas, and then I look to them for expertise. You know, I want every department, in a sense, to be smarter and more knowledgeable than me in their department. And then when they have the knowledge and they feel comfortable making those decisions, um, asking me the tough questions, that's when they are great at self-starting projects and other tasks I need them to be doing. Excellent. So I, I should have asked you this earlier, but but didn't. So when will your book be available? Um, it should be late um, this summer, 2015. So we are just finishing up a few things, and then I'm just so excited to have it launch, and, um, but very, very shortly. Okay. And then, and then do you have a date set for when you'll be able to accept pre-orders? Um, I do not currently, but it should be up very soon. And actually, if you go to my website, stacytushel.com, um, you can give us your email address and you'll be the first to know on the pre-order as well. Okay, perfect. Because I'm going to want to include that on your show notes page, the, de- the details of how Onward Nation can, can do that. Okay, perfect. Okay, Thank perfect. you. Okay, excellent. Thanks. So here's my last question for you, Stacy. Imagine you're standing in front of a room of brand new business owners, people just like you when you were starting out. They're battling their way through the fears and the worries and the doubts and the struggles to find their footing. So what are two or three strategies you would recommend that they focus on to best ensure success? I would tell them to say no a lot, especially in the beginning. We have such limited time every day and we we fill our schedules with things that we sh- that shouldn't even be on there. So I would tell them to just protect their schedule as much as possible and only say yes to amazing opportunities that will grow your business and keep you moving forward towards those those big goals that you have. Excellent. And, you know, that reminds me of, I think it was Warren Buffett who told uh, Darren Hardy, our, our mutual friend and, and mentor from Success Magazine, that that out of 100 decisions that come across his desk, he says no 99 times. Um, and, and that was like the single greatest contributing factor, at least that's what Warren feels, the single greatest contributing factor to his success is his ability to say no. And that, that's that's something I struggle with. So, I commend you on your ability to do that. So Onward Nation, I, I hope that you are taking notes and that you will go back and re-listen to what Stacy just shared with you. Truly, the recipe and ingredients for success. Stacy, you have given us so much stuff. You have given us that blueprint, that recipe that I was hoping that you would do, and, and, and you delivered on that. So, But before we go, let's close out today's discussion with any final advice that you want to share anything that you think we might have missed, and then tell us the best way that we can connect with you. Okay, great. Um, One other thing I would tell to new business owners is to find a coach or a mentor right away. I I found mine 
my first business coach, a year into my business. And the knowledge that he shared with me and the people he brought together for a mastermind group was was amazing. And it's something, you know, they say, don't be the smartest person in the room. And that I just believe so strongly. So I think really getting somebody to help you and guide you and just someone that can help grow and bring the best out of you and your business, you've got to do that right away. Okay, so let, let's let's peel that back just a little bit because that's a really valuable piece of advice there. And and I know that you've worked with and connected with and mentored with some really great people. So what what qualities, attributes, what things do you think that somebody should be looking for in a mentor? One of the biggest things is that they are still continuing to learn, the mentor her, her, herself or himself. You don't want them to stop learning and then just go from there and teach you what they've already learned. You want them to be continually learning daily so that they're sharing that with you. Um, As they grow, you will grow even more. So I think that's the biggest thing to look for. Okay. And then then how did you find your first mentor? I mean, you didn't like flip open the yellow pages to M, (laughs) right? So how, how, how do you find the right mentor for you? Well, I got a postcard in the mail that was for specifically for um, my industry that I'm in. And, you know, I thought, okay, I'll just try it and see. They had a money back guarantee and that made me feel comfortable. So I went to that specific seminar and it was just uh, mind blowing. I mean, I, I love going to seminars and conferences and meeting people and networking. And it just felt like such a right fit. And I was with that coach for a very long time and they were able to really help push my business. So I highly recommend um, I'm doing that. And so, you'll just know, you'll, you'll click with that person. Outstanding. Okay, guys, uh, Onward Nation, she just gave you this this great recipe for why a mentor is important how to find that right one and how to make those connections. I hope that you will put that into practice. So Stacey, what is the best way for Onward Nation to to reach you? Yep, Uh, you can go to my website, which is stacytushel.com. And um, I also have Facebook and every social media, things like that. But my website's the best way because you can put in your email and get my weekly updates and everything else as well. I do a free weekly video blog. Outstanding. And Onward Nation, again, these were extremely valuable insights and strategies for building your business. Stacey, I can't wait for your book to come out. I can't wait to study that. And in those of you who are listening to this right now, again, you've heard me say it before, and I'm going to say it again. No matter how many notes you took and how often you go back and re-listen to this wisdom that Stacey just shared with you, the key is you have to take action. Massive action, as Tony Robbins likes to say. And as I learned nearly 20 years ago from the late Dr. Stephen Covey, author of The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, we are responsible for our own lives. We have the initiative and the responsibility to make things happen. Highly proactive people recognize that responsibility. So be proactive, Onward Nation, and go do the things that Stacy suggested that you do. And Stacy. We all have the same 86,400 seconds in a day. And I am so grateful that you chose to spend some of yours with us. And for that, I'm just grateful, appreciative. Thank you so much. Onward with gusto, my friend. Thanks, Stephen. And thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure talking with you as always. 
This episode is complete, so head over to OnwardNation.com for show notes and more food to fuel your ambition. Continue to find your recipe for success here at Onward Nation. Thank you.